0: Good morning, your morning moment of faith this morning. We'll be coming from Genesis, the third chapter, and I will be reading verse number four. And the word of God reads, and the serpent said to the woman, you will not surely die. Now, Satan came straight out the box lying. He was lying to Eve. He, Satan had, he himself had to borrow a body of a serpent to even approach Adam and Eve in the garden because he used something that they were used to seeing. That's what Satan did. He used the body that they were used to seeing because Adam had named all the animals, right? So when Satan came into the garden, he questioned, he questioned God's authority over Adam and Eve. And Adam and Eve gave it up. They gave it up. You know, a lot of people say A lot of people say that, you know, Eve was the reason for the downfall. No, Adam had the position. Adam had spent time with God. God had instructed Adam on how the garden was supposed to be run. And when Satan was talking to Eve, Adam was standing right there with her. He wasn't off doing his job. Adam was right there with his wife when the serpent was talking to her. So we're just going to move past that. But the serpent challenged, he challenged. The, um, he challenged the rules that God had laid down in the garden. And he told Eve, he said, if you eat that fruit, he said, you will not surely die. But see, he was talking from a physical aspect. But God's instructions was from a spiritual aspect. Because when they sinned, when they decided to sin and they partook of the sin, They will be separated from God spiritually. It will be a spiritual death. And the state that they were in and how God had created Adam and Eve, they would have been in that disobedient state in that garden, in paradise that God had created for them. And see, in the Old Testament, longevity was something that people lived out. They didn't live the short terms that we are living now. They lived out their life completely. And see, God did not want them living in that state of disobedience. So that's why they got cast out of the garden. They they had to be put out of the garden because they would have lived forever in a fallen state. So when Satan came to them and he stole their position because he got them to accept his lies like he he does, you know, that sin, that sin separated them from God. And that is the sole purpose of sin. I don't care how good, Sin looks to you. I don't care how good sin sounds to you. Sin's whole purpose is to destroy your soul. Its sole purpose is to separate you from God. Its sole purpose is to get you out of fellowship with God through that separation. And that's why a lot of people are sick. That's why a lot of people walk around and they say they have a void in their life because God is not going to look upon sin. If you just look at what Jesus endured on the cross, but when Jesus took upon the sins of the world, when they, all those sins were being laid on him, God had to turn his back. He had to turn his back to the point where Jesus thought that God had forsaked him. And he didn't forsake him. He needed that sin to be cleaned out of this world. And Jesus, well, he was, he was the he was the liaison. He was the he was the redeemer. He was our savior that God used to lay the sins on to um, to mend the relationship back with us. If 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 Adam and Eve would have stayed in that state if Jesus had not have come to redeem us we all would have been lost we all would have died on this earth and no one would have seen eternal life in which God had created for us so you see Satan would bring little things to you see Satan didn't come in that garden and try to take over. No he, t- he didn't allow that. He allowed Adam and Eve to give him. What it is he wanted. He knew Adam and Eve had dominion over him. Because he was a serpent. And if you go back to Genesis 1. You will see that God gave them specific dominion. Over the serpent. But see when they did not take that dominion. Satan took the dominion from them. And see, that is what sin does. When you do not acknowledge sin, when you let sin freely in your life, when you choose to steal, kill, and destroy like like Satan, you are separated from God. Your fellowship is messed up with God. And that's why people backslide. That's why people feel like they'll say, well, I feel like God is far from me. Check your life because you may, you got sin going on in your life because that's the only thing that God had to turn his back on his son. And God is not going to tolerate sin. He sent Jesus, He sent Jesus to eradicate sin, but sin is still going on in this world. People are still choosing to sin, they are choosing to uh, live outside of life with God. We are still doing that today. We are still doing that today. We're still entertaining sin as if we can, you know, that is, that's a choice that we can do. But see, we've been redeemed from that curse. That curse should have been left in the Old Testament. But we are keeping that curse alive today because Satan is still doing the same thing that he did in the garden today. But see, people have gotten to the point where it doesn't matter to them if they sin. It doesn't matter to them about their relationship with God. It only matters when, when things come into their lives to shake their lives up for them to know that God is who God said he is. That's when it matters. But see, we've got to we've got to stop allowing this defeated foe to steal from our lives, to steal steal our relationship with God, steal our fellowship with God. God created paradise for Adam and Eve. And God wants the same for us. We're made in his image and in his likeness. Satan shouldn't still have access to us like he does. So I just want to remind you of this today that I don't care what Satan did in the beginning. Satan still shouldn't have access today. He still shouldn't be introducing us with sin in our lives. He still shouldn't be bringing sin to us like that is an option. Sin separated. It separated uh, the relationship that Adam and Eve had with God spiritually. But if we are separated from God spiritually and we don't get things together together, then we are going to die a premature death. Then you, you write, we will die physically. And that's what he was talking about. He introduced a physical death to them, but a spiritual death has to happen before the physical death. So I just pray that as you dwell on this good word today, as you dwell on this good word today, I pray that whatever it is that you feel that you can't get rid of, whatever it is that you are choosing to entertain in your life, whatever it is that the enemy has brought to you that makes you think that it is okay if it's out of the will of God, if God have, if it separates you from God, if you, if it's bringing shame, if it's bringing, if it's bringing separation to you from God, if you can't go to God and sit down and talk about it to God, then you don't need to be dealing in it. You know, if you can't find God nowhere in the decision that you have made, and if you can't line it up with the word of God, it doesn't need to be in your, in your life. Because if it's in your life, it's in your life for a purpose and it's going to do its purpose. And that is to separate you spiritually from God. There's going to be a a spiritual death between you and God because of that sin that's going to lead to your physical death. So I pray that you dwell on this word today. Seek God if you are struggling with something today. That's keeping you separated from God because God loves us saints and God wants to be a part of all of our every moment of our life. When we wake up to when we go to bed, God wants to be a part of that. He doesn't want a simple sin that can that was eradicated on the cross to keep you separated from him. So let's think about where our life is and where God is wanting our life to go. God only does that, saints, because he loves you and I love you too. Be blessed today. Peace.